In this Sikha, the Rebbe is going to be discussing the name of the Parsha Chaye Sara. And what we're going to be focusing on is to understand how the name of the Parsha Chaye Sara fits with the content of the whole Parsha, which actually is all speaking about after the time Sara passes away. So Chaye Sara means the life of Sara, and yet the whole Parsha is speaking about after the time she passes away. Furthermore, not only is it after the time she passes away, but even the content of the stories of the Parsha seem to be completely opposite of the life of Sarah. And the Rebbe is going to focus on three stories of the Parsha. In the beginning of the Parsha, where Sarah is buried, this is clearly indicating that this is after the life of Sarah, about the Ma'oris HaMachpelah and so on. The second story is the story of Yitzchak and Rivka's Shidduch, a very big Arichas in our Parsha, where as Chazal tells us that once a person's mother passes away, then he's comforted by his wife. So here again is being emphasized that Yitzchak now has a wife for which he's being comforted over his mother's passing. And finally, the end of the Parsha where Avram remarries. He remarries Keturah, which we also know is Hagar. It speaks about Yishmael's children and so on, which is again completely the opposite of Sarah's life where she's the one that requested that Hagar should be chased away along with her child. Says that ever we're going to understand is based on the famous concept of that we say regarding Yaakov Avinu that Mazari Bachayim Afhu Bachayim that Yaakov Avinu is not considered to have passed away because just like his children are alive, so too he is alive. How is that? Because what is real life? Real life is the life of Kedusha. Real life is eternal life. Real life is a life that's connected to Hashem. When we see Yaakov's children going in his path, this shows that Yaakov's own life continues. Says the Rebbe, the same way we're going to explain in regards to Chaye Sorrow. That what's her real life? Her real life is when the things of her life are continuing even after she passes away. So the Rebbe says this could explain at least the story of the Shidduch of Yitzchak and Rivka. Because when Sarah passes away and Yitzchak goes in her path, and so to Rivka goes in her path. As Rashi tells us that when Rivka was brought into the tent, all of the things of Sarah came back, where the candle is burning from one Friday to the next, how there's a special blessing in the dough, how there's a cloud above the tent. So clearly Sarah's life is continuing, and therefore we could say it's Chaye Sarah. But the Rebbe says, first of all, this only explains one of the three above-mentioned parts of our parsha, And even this, it only explains the actual marriage itself of Yitzchak and Rivka. But most of the story is about Eliezer's mission and his conversations with Lavon and Psuel and so on and so forth. We still need to understand how all of this is associated with the Chaye Sorrow, with the life of Sorrow. Before we get to that, the Rebbe is first going to ask some other questions. First of all, in regards to the beginning of the Parsha, the big Arichus that there is, the whole conversation is going on between Avram and the children of Ches. And also, Avram says to them, Geir And Rashi explains this as follows. If you want, I'll act like an alien, like a foreigner, and I will buy the Ma'aras HaMachpelah from you. If not, I'm going to take it legally. Hashem promised me this land. Number one, if he could take it legally, why is he trying so hard to buy it and he pays full price for it? Number two, how could he take it? Min hadin legally, if Hashem only promised, I'm going to give it to your children, that's in the future. So the Rebbe says, we're going to understand all of this by first looking at the difference between Avram and Sarah, first of all in regards to their children, and then their own avoida. 
Avram, as we know, is the father also of Yishmoel, whereas Sarah has only Yitzchak. Her connection is exclusively to Am Yisroel. In their Avoida as well, Avram is the one that goes out there and makes all people call out in Hashem's name. Whereas Sarah, and especially from the time Yitzchak is born, her hashpah, her connection is to Yitzchak and only to Yidin. This is also emphasized in the fact that when it comes to Yishmoel, we know that Sarah says, chase away the maidservant, chase away Hagar and her child, where Avram himself was not so excited about that. He was feeling bad about it. In fact, Avram was the one that davened, Lu Yishmoel, Yichiel Fanecha, if only Yishmoel would go in the right paths and in the right ways. Says that but now we're going to start understanding all of the union of the Parsha, how they are connected to Chaye Sarah. The Rebbe is going to take this in two levels. The Rebbe is first going to explain the three stories of the Parsha in the context, in understanding how Goyim are nothing in com- in compared to Yidin. And this is going to be seen in all three areas of the Parsha. And this is going to bring out the idea of Sarah's point of view that it's only about Yidin, not about Yishmoel. Then the Rebbe is going to take it to a second stage that not only are the Goyim Shaloi Be'erich to the Yidin, but that the Yidin are the only true existence and that the Goyim could only be in existence only if they recognize that as well. Says the Rebbe, first point. The Rebbe goes through the three things of the Parsha. The Ma'ara Samach seemingly is the place where Adam and Chava are buried. Who comes from Adam and Chava? You would say all of humanity comes from Adam and Chava. And yet Avram goes out of his way to buy it specifically for Sarah. Then this is going to be the place of the Avois and the Imois, which shows that even though technically Maris HaMachpeil is Shaykh to Adam and Chava, yet who is the main children of Adam and Chava? Only the Yidin. They're the ones that have Maris HaMachpeil. The next story in the Parsha emphasizes that not only are Yidin greater than Goyim in general, but even compared to those that have a very close connection to Avram. Eliezer was the one that would teach all of Avram's Torah to people. Eliezer had all these amazing miracles happen to him in the Parsha. And yet when he wanted that his daughter should marry Yitzchak, Avram says to him, you are cursed and my son is blessed and we cannot have such a shidduch. Again, seeing this idea that the, that the Yid is shaloi higher than the Goy. And at the end of the Parsha we see this, even in regards to the very own children of Avram himself. That what does the Parsha say? The parsha says that the children of the shvachis of the maidservants are sent away from Avram. It emphasizes how Yishmoel is Ben Hagar, who's the shivcha Sarah. She's only a maidservant of Sarah. In other words, again, that all of these goyim have no erech at all in comparison to Yidin. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand the connection of the things in the parsha to Chaye Sarah. That means all of the things in the parsha emphasize the avoda of Sarah. How that, that is the one that teaches us that Yidin are shaloi be'erech completely to the Goyim. Now to take it to the next level, a deeper level. The Rebbe says the truth of the matter is not only Yidin are greater than Goyim, but the whole world is created only for Yidin and Torah. And if the Goyim don't do what they're supposed to do, they lose their whole Metzius. And this needed to be seen again in the first story of Avram, Avinu, and Sora, etc. By the first Yid. Says the Rebbe again going through the three stories. Avram Avinu says by the burial of Sarah, if you want, I will act like a foreigner, I'll buy it from you. That means like this. The whole Eretz Yisrael was created by Hashem in a way that it needs to be given to the Yidin. Each part of Eretz Yisrael in its own time. Some of Eretz Yisrael will be in the time of Yeshua. Ma'ara Samachpelah was only given to you, the Goyim, only in order to sell it to me, Avram. 
Says Avraham Avinu, if you're going to do what, it, what it's here for, then, then I'll buy it from you, because that's why you had it. If not, then your whole ownership of it is completely dissolved, and then I take it, Minadin. Coming to the next story in the Pasha, the Shidduch of Yitzchak. Eliezer says and shows how all of these things that happen, all of these amazing miracles happen, all for the Shidduch of Yitzchak and Rivka. And the moment Besuel comes along and tries getting in the way, Besuel dies. Because all of the fact that Rivka is by Besuel, etc., etc., was only for the purpose that eventually she should marry Yitzchak. And if not, there's no room for Besuel. And so to the end of the parsha, that Yishmael is the one that recognizes that he's Ben Ha'amah, he's only a son of the maidservant, he has to respect Yitzchak. And furthermore, as the Pasuk says, the Pasuk at the end of the Parsha says, Al Pnei Kol Ech of Nofel. And Rashi explains that as long as Avram is alive, Yishmoel is Yishkoin, he dwells. Otherwise, afterwards he falls. The Rebbe says the deeper pshat of this is that as long as Yishmoel recognizes that whatever he has is only connected to Avram, in other words, he's only a servant to Avram, to Yitzchak and so on, then he can have a Metzius. Otherwise, is Nofel, he loses his whole Metzius. And all of this is connected to Chaye Sara specifically, because as we know, Avram is called Avram because he's called Av Hamoin Goyim Nisaticha. He's the father of the multitude of nations. But Sara is called Sara. She's Lashen Sar. She's the one that rules over everyone. That means Mitzat Sara, it's recognizable that the whole Mitzis of Goyim is only to serve the Yidden. And how does this all fit with the fact that Chai Yisara simply would be her life in this world? Now we're saying it's all things after she passes away. Because in truth, she achieved all of these things in her life. It's being this galit and it's being revealed after she passes away. But all of this is what she had achieved from during her life. And it's coming to its shleimus after she passes away. And the Rebbe finishes with Hairois from the beginning of the end of the Parsha. The Rebbe says when Arabs come along and they come start claiming that Maris HaMachpelah belongs to them, the truth of the matter is they have no shaykhistid at all. Avram bought it for Sarah. And Yishmael was not even considered a Yorish, an heir, to take the inheritance from Avram and surely not from Sarah. And we say, it's only Yitzchak and only Yaakov that comes from Yitzchak. And therefore they have absolutely no connection to it. And from the end of the Sedra, we also see that when the Arabs and Goyim come with all sorts of arguments and claims, we need to remember that they are only the Bnei Ashifcha, that the children of the maidservant. And therefore, as soon as they start holding themselves as a Metzius, they lose their whole Metzius. And therefore, says the Rebbe, there's nothing to be nispal from them. We need to tell them the truth, that they're only here in order to help the Eden out. And then there's no question about it that they too will admit that all of Eretz Yisrael belongs to the Eden forever and ever.